Hello, episode two, All Encompassing Trip Podcast. The podcast that did not have a name in the first episode. We figured it out post show. You figured it out. Uh, yeah, we we uh, we workshopped it, and uh, I changed my website, my SoundCloud, my Facebook, my Twitter, my email, everything I had associated with the last podcast. I had to change, but we, I we think should probably the, change it again. I think it'll, every it'll it definitely you, will change you gotta again. You got to just keep searching random words on just iTunes. for the extra admin that I can have you do would be perfect. Um. Yeah, not many podcasts do a first episode without a, a name to start. So, uh, or a purpose, really. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, so we're here. Uh, we're outside in uh, lovely Santa Monica. It's not raining for once in Los Angeles, and mm-hmm. it is Oscar Sunday. It's a big, big day here, and I found out it was a big day. So before I came here, uh, we stopped at Ralph's and Trader Joe's, and it oh, was, yeah. Trader Joe's was packed, yeah. packed, packed, packed. And uh, I did go there for stuff for the for to bring to your place for a little Oscars shindig we're doing just you know cheese crackers wine the the whole bit and uh it was like it was packed like I said so there's a guy the cash register taking out the you know the stuff that uh ringing it up and he's like oh let me guess like Oscars party and I'm not like a super Hollywood super I'm not a big like, movie guy clan rally yeah I'm I'm more I'm more of a uh a TV show guy than I am for movies and especially the the political climate in Hollywood lately it's just been too much I don't care believe what you want you could be left wing right wing whatever but like I just don't care about you and your on your platform uh, I want to see your movies I want to talk about the movies and I feel like tonight's going to be 95% polit- politics That's true. and That's 5% 5% movies so anyway so I don't want to be associated with it and he's like yeah let me guess like uh, ostrich party and I was just like yeah and he's like yeah figured let's see give me one of those like yeah figured and he's like I just ring it up because it was like cheese crackers and like the well, $2 he probably had nobody uh, to, he probably wanted you to invite him that's probably where he was at he probably is alone that's probably well, why I said it you know he's, it's a good day to work because he's making bank but uh, so he, do, I, do they I work felt on tips at Ralph's now Trader Joe's my I don't oh, know Trader Joe's he okay. gets that sweet Hawaiian t-shirt <laughs> the, to work with no but I I um I didn't want to be, you know, part of like the whole LA scene. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's inevitable here. Everyone cares. Everyone, I mean, everyone was out just getting because everyone's in it. They're all involved, or they know somebody, the or they're all in the biz. All in the biz, and everyone wanted to get the two buck Chuck, the Charles Shaw wine from <laughs> Trader Joe's. So we got we're like, also cheap once you saw three bottles of that, and yeah. then like the assorted crackers and the four, the the multiple different like types of cheese. I think the lube, like, yeah. I think the lube threw them off, but. <laughs> That one, yeah, that was Jada was supposed to ring that one up herself, but okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, he called me right-handed. I was like, yeah, Oscar's party, and we're here, Oscar Sunday. Finally, saw the first movie last night, and it was uh, first of any of them. First of any of them, I think. For the what's what's nominated for best picture? There's like eight of them. There's Arrival. No. Manchester by the Sea. No. Um, Moonlight. No. La La Land. Yes. Hacksaw Ridge. No. Um, Hell or High Water. No. Uh, there's a couple more fences. in there. Fences, fences, and uh, the hidden, Hid- figures. hidden figures, hidden uh, fences. Hidden just fences. to put, let's yeah, just Jada make them one movie. The, the over under, I want to set it at like three and a half during the red carpets of people saying hidden fences. Um, we're at one. Of hidden I think. figures. I think yeah. we're at one already. Jada, Jada said she read about another one, so it's like, we'll I think have, it might be we'll two. be have having live updates. Live updates the show. from the reporter. Yeah, yeah. So I saw Los Angeles land, Los Angeles land last night. Uh, Jada oh, okay. got it on on. Uh, she got it somehow. I'm not gonna say how. I'm not gonna rat anyone. Well, I'm not a rat. But that we was got a it. felony. What you just admitted to. I know. Unless I did. you saw it in a theater. But let's go with that. I saw okay. it in a theater. Okay. Uh, the 1759 Beloit Theater. And uh, I I thought it, I'm not a big musical guy. I'm not a big song and dance guy. Um, I don't care about 
dance numbers. I don't care about songs. I don't, like especially when your voice isn't that good. I don't think it really. I love the Goss and, and Emma Stone's okay. She's been in movies I like. I don't. I'm not right. obsessed with her. Yeah. Uh, don't think they're they should ever do Broadway type singing dance stuff ever again. And you careers. don't think it was the musical performances were up to your caliber for what you I don't like for. them. I don't like like I don't like song and dance in movies. I don't like musicals. Um, I thought the movie was great. I thought it was very creative. I yeah. just didn't think they were like spectacular at that. Specific I don't think anybody is says that. In fact, that's the only thing you know taken away from the movie. But that's why people are saying it's such a great movie. Is because it's a musical, but it's still very watchable as a movie by itself. Yeah, there were some points where they like wanted to just get on with the movie, and they kind of stopped the whole song and dancing. Like the beginning, they they hammered like, it. Let's keep. Going. And they're like, then they got a, you got a good twenty-five minute chunk of like yeah. half-hour chunk of just nothing, yeah. of just like straight acting, like moving the plot along, and then randomly Gosling would be like just tap dancing, <laughs> and they'd be like, all right, they had to squeeze. No, this I one think in. they did a pretty good job of it. Fun fact, though, I when I was an intern at Red Granite Pictures which made uh, Wolf of Wall Street, okay. not name dropping or anything, but humble intern. I read La La Land. This was three years ago. Really? I covered it, yeah. Um, and I remember doing exactly that. Like it would get to the singing part of the script, mm -hmm. and I would just skip right over it. Weren't the um, actors different when you were, or did you not know when you read it? Yeah, it was... Um, J, wasn't it JGL? No, 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 it was no. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. And uh, what's his name from Whiplash? Oh, Miles Teller. Miles Teller, yeah. Oh, okay. It was the two of them. Okay. Wouldn't have been as big of a movie. No, nah, it wouldn't have been relatively close. Not even the same strategy. Maybe as good as a movie, but like it wouldn't the, be the, breaking box right, office. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, so I saw it last night, and I, I loved like I loved the movie. And then it got near the ending, and I think I tweeted today, or maybe it was I was texting one of my friends, I can't remember, mm -hmm. but I said the ending was as tragic as the Titanic. Yeah, it's sad. It's a very, very sad ending. Yeah. And, it's, and I feel like... You can't Emma Emma Stone cannot do the goss dirty like that. The guy drove to Boulder City, Nevada, to make sure you got that audition. If without him, you would not have gone to Paris. You do not leave him behind in Paris. No spoilers here, but by the time this podcast comes out, the Oscars are already done, and you probably should have seen the movie. But you've seen one of the thirty movies Whatever. that are nominated. Yeah, I know. But okay. If I had to pick, if I had to choose the one I wanted to see the most, it'd be Manchester by the Sea. Phenomenal, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to my see childhood. it. I wanted to see it, yeah. and me and Jada made the decision to go see another another movie about Boston instead. We saw uh, Patriots Day. Uh, I know. Start, we, don't we don't get into that. Jesus. We know the media has, has covered that to no end of how people felt. And, oh, it's too soon. And No, was, nothing to do with that. It's just a shitty movie. Well, the complaints were, one, it was about Wahlberg being very uh, – like he should have – He was the hero. Yeah, they should have donated to – they made it about himself, and he should have donated <laughs> yeah. to somewhere else. Uh, it's like Mark, Mark not, Wahlberg was like, I should have been I'm there. Gonna, and I'm he not going to do that to Mark Wahlberg because I think, I think Mark Wahlberg cares a lot about Boston. And I think he cares a lot about like what think, he does. I don't think he's okay. some kind I think he cares about the American people. I don't know him, but I think the vibe I get is that he cares. Okay. I don't think you. I don't think I would say the same for a guy like you know, Ben Affleck or Matt Damon. I feel like Mark Wahlberg Maybe deeply cares about Boston a lot. So I don't think he tried to... I don't see him going. Into I the think movie, that's going why he made the movie. Like he'd made it with Pete Berg, who also did Lone Survivor. Like right. they're very like patriotic, like for Hollywood, very Republican type. Yeah, I loving yeah. America kind of view, yeah. which is great. But I think Mark Wahlberg, being such a short man, had to prove his worth, and ha he had to single-handedly put himself in a role where he saved Boston from terrorism. Well, you know what? The, the worst thing Mark Wa Mark Wahlberg ever done was on February fifth. Do you know what he did in the Super Bowl? Oh, he walked out on the before the game like was the third over. quarter. Yeah, super early, and he blamed his son for being sick. I would. You like not, that move? 
That's a good move. Blame the kids. That's the why you have part, them. The best part was after he was like, update, my son's doing fine. Nobody gave a shit. That's a great great follow up. He's good now. Oh, by the way, good win, Patriots. It should have been like, he should have killed his son and be like, sorry, he was so ill, he died. Yeah. That's the only way he can ever go back to Boston. Smothers in with the pillows, like, sorry, I got to do this. Because you know, there's guys, there's dads in Boston, like construction workers, who are like, their son probably got like stabbed or something. They're like, yeah, Yeah, but Brady's getting his. uh, (laughs) My real son, Brady's getting it. I'll, I'll find him after the game. Like, you know, that happens somewhere at least twice in Boston where, like, a father disowned their children oh, yeah. to watch the end of that Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. They had to see Brady get number five. Brady and Belichick get number five. There's just, there, of course, that time was the number one most important. you got to suck it to Goodell. All right. Well, the Patriots have gotten enough airtime. But anyway, Let's... I was making fun of Wahlberg. But I, I saw that movie instead of seeing uh, Manchester by the Sea with Casey Affleck. But I, I want. I did want to see that. That's my favorite by far. Uh, I know you're a big movie guy, and you've seen him. I mean, I can't really give much insight on this because I've only seen one. But who do you think wins, or what, or what deserve? What do you think wins, and who do you think deserves to win? You could do like the top ones. I don't know. Really uh, for best picture, Manchester in my heart, just because it's like I'm a. But you don't think it's gonna win? I don't think it's gonna win. No, um, I think. People are saying La La Land is what they're saying is going to win everything across the board, but I think the upset is Moonlight. I was going to say Moonlight. Just because it's got the trifecta of yeah. gay, black. This is going to be great for people I work with listen to this and they get me fired. No, no, it's true. It's People discuss this. It's a Hollywood trifecta of all the... And even if you took all that stuff out, it's still a phenomenal movie. Well, the, one I heard, it's really, the reason why I heard Moonlight was because... A sapphire one that was based on a book, and I think Moonlight's also based on a book. Oh, and you mean one, Precious? Right, Precious was based on the novel Sapphire, or, pu- or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Push but, uh, Sapphire wrote. Oh, sapphire was the person who wrote sapphire it. Sapphire wrote it. Sorry, she wrote the novel. How do you know Push. Because I read about it, and I think once in a blue moon, not a blue moon, but once in a while, the Academy picks something that's based off. Once of a in book. a Guinness Blonde. Once in a Guinness Blonde. You like the? What, what are your thoughts on the Guinness Blonde? You like this choice? Yeah, it's actually surprisingly good because it's a like Guinness is a strong brand. They're yeah. making quality beer no matter what. I know nothing. I'm not going to pretend to know shit about beer as it well, is. Well, I went to I went when I was in Ralph's. I was trying to find a beer. the The whole beer situation is tough because I like uh, the fruity beers, uh, the, which I'm game for too. Like if I saw I saw the Lennon Kugel Summer Shandy that was back. What ha- it hasn't been in a couple months, and I was like, oh, I'd get but it. But it's not. That's, but if no, I brought it, that's if not I, a beer. If that's I brought beer. it, no, it's half lemonade, half beer. If I brought it, you'd be like, all right, where's the beer? And I'd be like, oh, yeah. And then and then there's a million IPAs. California is obsessed with IPAs. Obsessed. Like, yeah. There's well, they're obsessed with craft more, beer. Yeah. There's infinitely more IPAs or or just different stuff than there were back. Like in New York, you're getting your typical Bud, Coors. Heineken, like Corona, stuff like that. You're not getting really much. I mean, your your craft beer there would be like a Blue Moon or a Shock Top. Um, I mean, the thing we did we did last time we did Purple Haze, we did a wheat beer. So I was like, you know, yeah. I'll switch it up. Uh, I saw this. I know that Guinness is making the the wheat beer now, and I wanted to find that, but I did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny because we had la- or two weeks ago we had the conversation in the hot tub at uh, Big Bear for Big like Bear. three hours of like what two your, of us your go your, your, your go to beer, and they, that's like the hardest question to ever answer in the world. Especially when you're not a beer person. It rotates. Well, what's a beer person? People who, there's people who like are connoisseurs. They have brands they know about. You could be like, have you heard of this? And I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll go off about it. Especially here, a lot of people know their shit. I'm surprised. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, Brian was saying, our friend Brian was saying that there's a a brewery, uh, there's like 80 breweries in San Diego alone. Yeah. That's that's incredible. Yeah. 
Incredible. I don't know what it is. There's going to be a boom. There's got to be a boom. It'll go. It'll dip down. Well, I think everyone wants to be, like, make Trendy. their own their own crappier guy they wanna, and get yeah. bought out, and, and it's, it's fine. But, I mean, I my type of – my go-to beer choice changes per day. Like, every day I wake up, it's like a new, if I had to have a beer at that exact moment, I would – whatever time I wake up, mm-hmm. in the a.m., I'd be like – one day would be a purple haze like last week. would be a blue moon. I still think a blue moon with an orange, top beer – Shock Top Raspberry, yeah, it's a little sweet. Really good beer. Um, Allagash White, really good beer. Yeah. Like, obviously, all my beers are the same. Kind I know of the best beer sect. I've ever had. I think uh, I can't remember if it's Pliny the Elder, Pliny the, y- the Younger, but they only make a couple barrels a year. Hmm. But it's like really, they serve it in a little glass, and but it's not super strong. Uh, it's like a little fruit. It's like got a perfect combination of like, you know, like bitter, sweet, like the whole spectrum. You know. Do you ever have a ghost? Ghost, no, or whatever I don't know what called. that is. Ghost, like G O S E. Am I saying it right? I don't know. I don't know. It's a type of beer. It's like more sour and less um, carbonated, I believe. And okay. I was in Brooklyn once, and my buddy had one, and he's like, "I don't like this at all." And he gave it to me, and I was like, "I love this." My beer type is what I like is way different than what most people like mm-hmm. for some reason, but it's. Um, here, this, this episode's called Two Assholes Talk talking About... Be, talking about beer. Two guys who know nothing uneducated. about beer. <laughs> I, we love about the beer. poorly educated. Yeah. Um, How do you think we're doing with the sound? Do you think the cars are really picking picking up? Oh, that's right. I didn't even, I, did I say in the beginning? Did I say that we're outside or no? We're outside. I Santa think it's Monica. implied at this point. Well, we try to do it last time. We try to do this every episode outside because we're in Santa Monica. Why wouldn't you do it outside near the beach? Uh, last week, it rained. On my it's drive here, it was raining. Yeah, oh, it right. is a little chilly out. Jada took over your apartment to watch the red carpet on She's two different, inside. one on a phone, one on the television. Because it's really a lot of lots happening. But it's for her work. A lot to uh, keep up with. They got to see like, what are you wearing? Oh, I'm wearing Prada. <laughs> like that's what you need. But uh, so we're outside. We're outside by choice, and it, there are, there is some traffic around here. But uh, some would say she pushed you outside. Probably, yeah. Some would make that argument. But it's fifty-five. It's like roughly fifty-five degrees. It's approximately not, not raining, but we're men, so we want to we we podcast outside and drink beer like men. It's a what, podcast for men. And what do you think of the idea of finding a topic or a theme or a purpose I think our to theme the podcast? Is that we do it outside, and we have a new beer every single episode that we drink. But that's, that's like, like how does that drive the conversation in a certain well, way? Or we're fifteen minutes in, so almost a, we're like a third of the way in, and right. we talked about seventy-five different things already. Beers. Okay. Trader Joe's, the Oscars. It's almost like the, the the attention deficit disorder podcast. I think, but you said you had people who listen to it. They're like, oh, I like what I. You said people like what we did. So I think yeah, they I liked think it. Our, our they, brains, the only our note is like our you, big brains. Yeah, could talk about pretty much anything. Yeah, I don't uh, disagree. I don't. I don't. I mean, I can. That's why I like is just an hour to talk about anything, but. Our boring like work lives, just our our existence. Our yeah, our existence. I don't talk just, about sports. You don't okay. talk about sales calls. About snacks so, or snacks. So we can come here and talk about. Although I would talk about snacks, but nah, I don't know how pass. you feel about that. See, Hard you know, pass. And you, you're probably like, oh, I talk about sports, and I was like, no, I don't want to talk about sports. <laughs> um, no, I I think look I, to compare ourselves to you know Bill Burr or like someone like that, Joe Rogan. Those people just come and pop. They hit record and they just it just goes. Yeah, I you're, think you're Bill Burr. Um, um, Jane Lynch, maybe. <laughs> Speaking uh, of Joe Rogan, I t- I mentioned I listened to the, that. F- first of all, Joe Rogan does four hour podcasts. Like on average, like usually it's summer like an hour and a half. Summer, the bulk are between like. Two I heard three he hours. just did uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and it was a really good episode. The the science guy. Yeah, I know. I have to download. It. I haven't got. I've heard it's a really yet. good episode. He did one with Alex Jones. Is four hours long. He has a couple. I have a couple lined up. I want to listen to. He did one with 
Leah Remini, who left Scientology. He has just a bunch with Bill Burr. Just a, he's a lot with a lot of comedians. Yeah. So I'm interested in those. Like Hannibal Burris comes on. I listen a lot. to. Uh, he did Gary V. You Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk was yeah. That he's like the motivational guy that like somehow just made money. He's not a mo- motivational guy. He's a social media marketing Who's guy. Who's like an entrepreneur? Who just, just like money. happens to. The way in which he talks is interpreted as he like curses at you and like yeah. t- it makes you like just do like, stuff. Yeah. And it's like all just right, Gary. Yes. Like, Thanks, right. Gary V. Yeah, like Gary V is basically just my mom. Yeah, just like and it's funny yelling that, at you and he's on with the couch and and he's on with like Rogan, who I think people think that Joe Rogan's a super crazy intense guy, but he's like not at all in any way, shape, or form during his podcast. He's like the no. most soft-spoken, quiet guy who's actually a really good broadcaster and a really good interviewer. Like he, he is, make, yeah, yeah. He makes sure what the person's talking about. Like, for Alex Jones, for example, yes, he's very polarizing, and he's a loud guy who has a that. lot of opinions. It's not- but Joe Rogan was doing a really, really good job of grabbing him and pulling him back and being like, hey, you have to... Explain what you're saying. Explain the context. Like he, I was impressed with. He, with he does Joe a good Rogan. job of asking the right questions. Another guy who's obviously awesome is Mark Maron because he Mark Maron's a really gets good really deep and he has great rapport uh, off the bat. The one Mark Maron episode that everyone seems to like, and I know my company, one of my companies, I have two jobs. Uh, Sirius XM was replaying. Just to it clarify, was, you don't own either one of them. Don't. You work for them. I don't even work full time for either one. So you're basically I'm only full time like this podcast. That's true. Uh, so he had Bruce Springsteen on like a couple months ago, and I was super pumped for it when it came out. Listened to it, and I was kind of underwhelmed because he really, yeah, as SP tying his slipper, moccasin, whatever that is. The no, but I, I liked it, but he honed in on like Bruce's depression, and as oh, man. if you're like a Bruce Springsteen fan, you don't. It's not like a really. I don't think it's a widespread thing that like he has depression. Now I'm not getting into the whole conversation. I would say any artist like that has a touch of something. Yeah, they're touched. A touch of <laughs> like oh no, something. and his dad. His dad was a documented um, uh, schizophrenic. Schizo. So yeah, he has something. Time. He has, I guess, the. This is like this is going to be so like unpolitically correct and not based in science. But like I guess if your dad has that gene, it's possible. But I don't think people know. Like my dad's a diehard Springsteen fan. He's been to 100 concerts. I guarantee if I asked my dad, do you think Bruce is diagnosed with a mental health disorder, he would probably say, I didn't know that. But so I think... So it broke the illusion for you. So you don't want to get deep with a guy like... That's almost like an idol for people like you and your it's dad. It's not even just that. It's just that he came out with his autobiography, Born to Run. And I thought it would be just be cool to kind of just go over his entire career, just glaze it over, like talk about like, you know, what inspired him writing the book, talk about the book writing process, talk about just different points of his career, uh, you know, losing a guy like Clarence Clemens, the big man who's a saxophone player who everyone loves, just touring, playing four-hour shows at right, 60, right, right. whatever years old. Right. There's a lot of things you could still, yes, it's probably, but, he's probably been asked that a million times, Bruce, and I but, can find that in other interviews. So Mark Maron went But he went, deep. he just dove, dove deep on his family life and his, like, mental health battle, and you could almost tell Bruce was giving you some, but yeah, he didn't really want to talk about yeah. it. He wanted to be like, yeah, I'm a mental That's funny, freak. Cause I, and, yeah, I listened to one recently that was Casey Affleck. Okay, yeah, I saw got, that he was on there, yeah. I got it. It was a really good episode, and Casey Affleck's like an interesting guy, because he's not he's not politically correct, but he's not like a, but he's a oh, big, I'm not politically correct, he's a big like, fuck PETA you. guy. He's a vegan since like 95 or something like that, right? He just like talks like a normal guy, like mm-hmm. he's like, whatever, like he's kind of monotone, whatever, so I can relate to, to that. But he... <laughs> Um, he got a call from his son in the middle of the podcast, and in the call, he, his son. First of all, he calls his son "honey," which is really weird. A dad calling their son "honey." Let's. How old is let's he? Show, the kid's probably. He has to be like uh, seven, 10 or 11. ten years old. Okay, that's like it's a, cl- that's cl- it's close. 
Yeah, if it was like his twenty-year-old son. Twenty-year-old son is like, like all right. you know, they like Mark Marin like stops doing the podcast, goes, just get out. Anyway, but he, Mark Marin, after he gets off the, uh, um, call, he's, he asks something along the lines of like, um, "You still with your wife? Like, is everything okay?" And Casey Affleck's like, eh, and they like kind of laughed. But he's like, "So what's going on there?" Like, you're and he, so he like really just like is no problem asking that question. Yeah, he, he, has, really he has no it. shame. He doesn't have, like, a fear, really, of asking people certain stuff. I mean, he's done, like, 900-plus, or I think, no, right. Rogan's over 900. I think he's over, like, 700, Marin. Yeah, it's a um, ton. Yeah, he, they've both done a, a crazy amount. And their houses. Inside their own houses. They yeah. built their own studios. And they're both comedians, too. Think about that. It's pretty... What's, like, the trend that all comedians now, like, now Chris D'Elia has one. Bill Burr ha- has been doing one, and he, his is, like, awesome. Everyone, every, like, top comedian has a podcast, Cause and it's they, really good. comedians get to the truth of things, even if it's not direct. Yeah, because they're all... They all live these miserable, like, upbringings, kind of. N- not even... Not really in Bill Burr's case of, like, his family life, but just trying to make it as a comedian. Like, that's rough. The struggle them. of it. The struggle. Yeah. So, like, they could ask Bruce... What you know? Why are you mentally? Like, and ask Casey Affleck, like, why are you not with your wife? And they're just sitting there, like, just stone faced. Does not bother them at all. Yeah, they don't feel like, oh no, I shouldn't ask this. I give him credit. That that means tough. That's why, like, Howard Stern's a great interviewer because they just ask the questions that you'd be shocked to anyone ask. Like these red carpet people wouldn't ask a tough question. They're oh asking what they're wearing. Probably the and worst how much it costs. content on the world is watching a red carpet of anything. It's all about the fashion. It's all about promoting yeah, what they're wearing. That too. Who, their stylist, their designer, and then it promotes. I guess they give their shout out to the writers and directors who don't get as much face time as the actors. I mean, whatever. It's their day. It's their. They could all pat their day in the, the sun and, to yeah. bring it back to La La Land. Yeah. Los anyway, Angeles, back Los to <laughs> Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> um, definitely should win. Great film. Really, the whole thing's really like subtle and understated, which for like the masses mm-hmm. you'd think wouldn't really appeal. But like if you ask like my uncles, like if they went to go see it, like back home, they'd be like, that's yeah, it was a good movie. Like in that, so it's it clearly resonated with people who. Is, had, that, is there is there a northeastern bias, a New England bias? Oh, for sure. Yeah. The because they know what it's like, kind of bitterly cold. North where Boston. Is, where is that? How far outside of the city of Boston is it? Does it take place? An hour. Oh, it is maybe. Okay. Is yeah, it near Gloucester or no? Uh, yeah, it's the North Shore. Oh, it is. And I think Gloucester is the North Shore. I've been to Gloucester. It's twice. all fishing. Town, or was right, right. now it's like just like all those places are they're all like the sword fishing guys like all those Wicatuna guys are from that area yeah I've been in Gloucester twice because my obviously you know making fun of like my family with my dad like the Wicatuna stuff was uh, a fisherman owned a boat my brother wanted to go because that's where the guys from uh, the perfect storm are from right and the bar they hung oh, out I gotta, was there yeah put a pin in that so I've been there a couple of times we can bring it up now I no, mean, it's just still your segment talking about the Oscars. I'm the one that doesn't know anything. Oh, okay. Here. Yeah, no, no, no. I was gonna. That's totally separate. But about Bill Paxton. Oh, the yeah, guy right. Who died. Pour one out. Pour one out for him. But he was in the movie Twister. Um, and my cousin is a meteorologist, works for the National Weather Service, and he said that helped inspire him to want to become a meteorologist, is by seeing that movie and seeing like science is cool and like you can do that, like you could actually have a career of something mm-hmm. he's interested in. Um, but I think that's on a day of today to bring things full circle of celebrating the Oscars, celebrating movies for things that, you know, shedding light on things that are really interesting. And I think especially now where people almost like shit on movies as a waste of time, especially here and like some of the, you know, rhetoric I hear like from these like self-help people who are like get that shit like Gary Vee, like turn off House of Cards and then you become famous. I think there's a lot of value in movies not to like – you know, Hollywood hand job here, but 
you know, I think that's a pretty cool thing. And thanks to Bill Paxton, who's now dead, and we have officially poured one out for him. Yeah, that's for him dying is upsetting because he's been in a lot of really good. He's in yeah. Alien and Predator. He's in. But you wouldn't uh, immediately think of him. Terminator. He's in. You're right. He isn't. He wasn't like that A plus level of fame. Never. But he was in a lot of quality movies, yeah. and it's, it's he also died. He was like 63, 64, way too 61. young. 61. Yeah. And it was like complications of surgery. Yeah, there's Fugazi. There's something yeah, else going on it's, there. It's, uh, you know when they say that, it's like, what? Like, yeah. What's he in surgery it's for? It's upsetting. And, and I like what you said about the the movies being important and stuff uh, and aspiring people. And I and I think even like a lower level of just the coolness, for lack of a better term, like the factor of people taking like a book and turning into Moonlight or, or thing like you read the script of like La La years ago and just a very creative type of movie like that. Yeah. And like people, if they weren't so... I don't know who they is, but people are going to come that. on stage tonight and just bash Trump and bash yeah, whatever like, and, and, and and like tell everyone else how the how we should be living when you're going to get your helicopter flown back to your Malibu mansion and like living behind a gate. Like, you know, that to me doesn't thing, sit well. I have no I'm not a big politics. I don't I I didn't vote. Like I'm not that's even true. registered. You're not, basically not a citizen. I'm not a citizen. I'm off the grid. Yeah. Like, I don't. You could think whatever you want. I don't care. I I know what I do. I do my research. I read myself. I like to form my own opinions. I don't like to be told for no purpose. For no purpose. Since but you're not I, voting I, for myself, I, I don't like to be. Are you going to vote in the next election? No, I never probably will. You need to vote. Um, why I, my my vote? Because you're a fucking American. It citizen. wouldn't matter it's, if I voted. It wouldn't matter. Because pretty soon we're probably going to not here. have the right to vote. I'm assuming that's going to be like the next thing to go. Well, that's because of the the five people who sit at that that the desk in a room and decide everything. And yeah, who, and they're who, nobody they that you know. Ships. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not Trump. It's not anybody you've ever seen their face. It's no. like it's the, the people who own people. like yeah. Nestle. It's or, like those. Um, it's like the, own all the, the old, water. Like, I, what are the names now? Like they used to be like the Rockefellers. Now it's yeah, like, yeah, it's uh, the, Ill- the, the Illuminati, Brothers, but for old white people. The New World Order. I think it's, yeah. I think we're run by that. Uh, anyway, people just start the spot because they're like, are these guys are conspiracy freaks? Um, what was my what point? Saying? Oh no, they get up on stage and they're talking about politics. Yeah. So my point was just like. Why instead of celebrating like the artistic value and how smart people are, how creative people are, and the the good acting and like the funniness, of, like I thought Gosling and Lawline was hysterical, like stuff like that. Why not? We're not talking about like that good stuff and making like a fun night. It's just going to be this negative, like you know, this is terrible. Live like I do, and like I just don't want to be dealing with that. So that that to is, me is like it, that's that's a shame, and it's like. So Jada is doing reporting from Hollywood, and she right. posted towards the Bakersfield News, and she was afraid of. Po- I'm not sure if she posted it on the actual ABC in Bakersfield site because all the people comment are like, "This is not news," and they're all very right wing in Bakersfield, which is crazy. 100 miles north, they're super super right wing as opposed to being over here super left wing. They're like, "This is not news. I don't care about Hollywood." Why like, would they take the, the time liberals. to post that? Beside the point, but. Losers. Oh, just like, it's just, they're just, it's just news. It's part of the broadcast. I mean, they report it. The, the Oscars are tonight. They have no, to. No, no. I mean, why are they commenting? Why are these people taking the time if they don't care? Like, well, that's besides. I mean, that's breaking down. The, bring, we could spend hours breaking down an the internet trolls, commentary. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, the point in general is just that that people. It's just very divisive today. And any awards or any like the, anything Hollywood has like the Hollywood label on it. People who don't agree with their politics, it's just become a political thing. There's yeah. no more. It's not about the movies anymore. It's about politics. And so you. You can't even appreciate these movies like we're talking about because the minute somebody who does not vote for the same person as someone in Hollywood, it's like, well, I'm tuning you off and I'm going to bash you on Facebook. Well, these people just love the spotlight. That's why they became, a lot of them, at least the actors, like that's why they got into it. They love, there's got to be some psychology behind that. Like they love the attention. They love all that. Get up there. They want to speak their mind. My thing is there's a whole clearly half of the country that isn't on board with that. That's just insane to me. Yeah. You know, they can get up there like, 
And there's like very few movies that I think appeal to those. Like I would never see them, but there's very few movies out there that are right wing leaning, unless there's like a few like very Christian movies and stuff like that. No, I, um, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's movies themselves. I don't think are left wing or right wing, but the the, the when the director, well, the writers, the actors are all on a certain so- a political. Well, the so- appeal to a certain political group. spectrum, and then you have these people from, like I said, like a Bakersfield, for example, who. Jada posts the thing onto the 23 ABC News website and it's about, you know, the Oscars are coming down. We're reporting a lot from the Oscars and people are going, this is not news. Get this off. No one cares about Hollywood, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's just, it just shows you it's a small microcosm of what the political climate is and why I think it's unfortunate for a show like tonight. What would you say if you got up there? What's your acceptance speech? What do I win for? Um, Best production design. Best production design? Yeah. What type, what type of movie am I in? Uh, it was a sci-fi movie. Sci-fi? About, uh, alien sex. Um, if I won, they actually put me in the main show. You're the only one accepting the award. I was up there alone yeah. during the main broadcast. That's that's pretty yeah. good. So it must have been a damn good set design or production design. If yeah. It's a, uh, I would say, uh, shout out to mom and pop and my family and my friends for supporting me and for, you know, staying out here in L.A. with me when I made the move from New York. Uh, I'd say I was probably inspired. If I did a science movie, I'd probably be inspired by... Bill Paxton. I'd say more like video games. Because, like, I don't know. I'm not a big sci-fi reader or really TV watcher. I mean, I don't really think Game of Thrones is, like, sci-fi. It's not. It's more of a fantasy. Right. Uh, that's, like, the closest thing I have to that. I'm not really a big fantasy or sci-fi guy. So, I would say, like, yeah, shout out to playing video games when I was a kid and I had an idea and stuck with it and if I could do it, anyone could do it. Like peace or something. Like just some, I don't know. Just quick, simple. You're going to the appeal for inspiring the young. Get out I there, think do do what I did. I did thanks, it. Yeah. Thanks, family. Thanks, Hollywood. Well, I'm. Yeah. I mean, okay. me right now, 24 years old. I I don't have. Uh, not a lot of people you're indebted to. Yeah. No. And I'm not yeah. also I'm not very I'm not a very inspired person. I just do what I like and I do what I am comfortable with. You're kind of just like an amoeba. Just like an animal bouncing off. The I think wall. I'm good at what I do. I don't. I don't. I don't think you're, I would. You're not putting a lot. I of, wouldn't uh, be like. I don't know if I would ever be part of that lifestyle where these actors and actresses like come out here with nothing, even less what I had, and I had close to nothing, and then just got a job or a, um, a couple jobs, at a bar, at a restaurant, at a whatever, uh, anything they do, just yeah. to make it, to make it here and keep pushing and, and try, kind of like what Lala. That's a lot. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, th- that's very tough. I mean, production design. <laughs> the award I won I'm not sure what the process is to become the top guy for that uh, besides just having a couple good ideas and putting it into a movie and everyone's like oh wow that's super cool like a Stranger Things maybe Stranger Things like some it's a show but they should win an um, Oscar anyway like it's to be a guy who anything to, can to happen. be a person who's that creative and, and can think of that stuff to think of uh, the town in Indiana and the whole like the layer they had in like the science building like that I don't know if I have that ability <laughs> you never know Things could change. If I just sit down and like with a blank piece of paper and start drawing, <laughs> and then one day I'm winning an Oscar alone, they put me in the main broadcast. In the That's final what you should say. Be like, production design. If this were me two years ago, I never would have thought I were here, but I had a blank piece of paper and a pencil. That's where I got. Thank you. Then you point to God. I don't know if I should. I don't know if I would. No, you wouldn't. God, God I, I wouldn't it. be. It's too divisive. Do you believe in God? We just. This is 31 minutes in. Do I believe in God? Um. It's a binary question. Yeah, no, it's a yes or no question. Uh, I believe in... Uh, oh. There's probably something. Okay. There this might is a be, yes. There might be you're, you're giving a, um, a yes. No, and the reason why I think there's something is because of... Uh, 
I think coincidences are. I think coincidences mean something. Like I think mm-hmm. that there wouldn't be coincidences in like weird circumstantial things happening if there wasn't an end game. So I guess what I'm saying is that we don't have free will. <laughs> is that what I just said? The puppeteer? Or it could be like, like Forrest Gump. There's a like, master of puppets. You know, Forrest Gump where he's like, whether it's like, does God decide everything or are we just feathers floating in the wind? And he says something like, I, I think it's both or something like that. Yeah, so that's I mean. That's where you're at. Well, I mean, if, like, if I had free will, could I jump off your balcony onto my head and try to kill myself right now? I'd be you're saying there's good. some sort of cosmic plan. But yeah, I'm sure you've had moments where you're like, whoa, like that was weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's so many, there's so many chances and things that could happen. Like, re- like special things, like unique things, no, or things no, that are just no, no, so no, run of the mill, run of the mill stuff, like stuff little that, things, just like stuff that is like, or even like weird, like almost sixth sense type stuff. When you think of something and it happens, like why is that mm-hmm. happening? Or like why? I mean, I don't know. Like little things are like it could be your career. Could we, no, 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 not even that big. Smaller than that. Yeah, on a more micro level. So you think it in it. And it happens, so you think that there's some sort of... Because why would you think that, and why would it happen? Maybe by thinking it, your actions gear you towards that so thing. Then, then that I am a god, occurring. then. Yeah. So we're all part god. But you, if you hadn't thought that that were possible, you never would have thought it in the first place, and it never would have come to be. So that's why there's some value in believing that, right? Uh, that's a tough one. I didn't prep for this question. Yeah. I didn't really prep for anything, but this one takes... It's It's weird. I mean, I don't know. I think it's nice to believe that there's something uh, that makes you feel better. I'm not a big I'm not a big religious person. That's no. that, like I I don't That's really, I, asked. I, I don't like going to church. Um, well, nobody, mainly, mainly definitely nobody does. Not even God likes going no. to church. Mainly because it was like on Sundays, and I had a, I have like the a PTSD from it. Um, Did you go I, every Sunday as a kid? Well, they make you go up until you your confirmation, and you had to pay. Who made you go? The church. You didn't they have to. They your make parents you, made you go. They make you pay, and the well. My mom would be like, if you don't go, you're not going to make confirmation. And, like, they check your envelopes. Like, the church made you pay to check if you were coming or not. Like, think about that. Like, mm-hmm. you had to put an envelope of money in there to be like, oh, there, all right, you know, little Eddie came and check him off because he gave us $20 a week. It's called and, tithing, and, yeah. And the worst part was, like, y- you would um, have work, like, school, I guess not work, and then you'd want to, like, sleep in a little bit. And then, oh, it's Sunday. Like, oh, you know, football's on. And then I'd have to, like, miss part of football or something if I went a little bit later because it's stupid. Like, I shouldn't say stupid church for people, offending people who are listening, but with well. the, the three listeners. Um, and it would be funny. I, I think I would talk about this with you before or someone. Like, my dad would be like, oh, yeah, I got to clean the garage. Yeah, I got to do a bunch <laughs> of stuff. And he's like, you guys just go. So, like, my mom would take me and my brother, and we'd come back home. My dad would sit on the couch, like, with the Giants on. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll I get to it. quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll get to it. <laughs> um, no, but I just, I never, I think it's un- it's not unfair, but it's, it's not worth going if you're not something you're buying into. Um, hundred, you, you think you'd have to buy in a hundred percent or most of it? I mean, I don't like. I feel like you, sh- if you're gonna go weekly, you should probably buy into it. I mean, I don't want to treat church like a football game where if you bring someone who you don't know to like a, a sporting event, you're like, oh, just watch it once and be like, oh, whatever. How do you feel about it? Like, it's a, it's a sporting event. It's meaningless. You know, I'm I'm not even if I'm not big into uh, to religion, I'm not someone who like bashes people who are into that. Like that's fine, you could do your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the same way I am with politics. If you believe in something, go go for it. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't care enough. That's my problem. I don't care about anything. I don't care about if you like a certain thing or dislike a certain right. thing. So you can go to church and you can go believe in what you want. You could do that, and I'm gonna I'll sit home and be a lazy bum who. You know, when I'm dead, I'm just in the ground. Like I guess that's for really sure. Nice. I mean, that's definitely that's pretty much where what it's it headed. Is. For um, 
which is a little morbid, but well, we like to keep it upbeat here. On, yeah, uh, no, but uh, but like I said, on the flip side, I do. Th- I still think. I mean, some things in life are are uh, awesome. I think Louis C.K. talked about the word awesome and how people use it for things that aren't awesome. Yeah. But the word awesome really in means this you're case awestruck. Is yeah. And I think in life there are things that are awesome. Things and you're I, awestruck by that are really incredible. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we have an explanation for certain things. So I think there could be something. So uh, it's the unknown of it. Of what's know. out there. I don't, I don't. I only use ten percent of my brain. I don't have the answers. That's true. You need to get the Bradley Cooper drug to get the other. Just to kick 9%. it up, couple, couple extra percentage, couple extra percentage maybe points. I'll, maybe I'll figure and out. And you'll that. have the answer to God. I think. That's isn't that doesn't that frustrate you sometimes? You think about that. I think about that sometimes. About how you can't use all my all brain. brain. I have this stupid heavy thing. I would upstairs. say you access about 03 percent of your brain compared to the average human. Is there an actual percentage of what we use? Yeah. What is it? I don't know. You can look it up. Um. Yeah, it's a little bit unfortunate that we don't use all of it. It's like it's like having uh, you know two arms, two legs, and you can only use one. Or even actually, probably it'd be like using if you have ten fingers, you could use one of your fingers. That's what it, if you use a tenth of our brain. But I'm assuming it's doing other stuff, like in the background. Like it's so, what can't we do? Like just think, think better, be smarter. What percentage of the po- population is gay? Was what popped up? What percentage of uh, your brain? This is good radio when we're Googling stuff. Do people not Google stuff on the radio? No, you, you can't. I guess there's a lot of dead air. Well, anyway. we're, this, well, it should be the dead air podcast. The weather uh, will change the name next week. 10%, Weather's you're right. Oh, no, wait. Uh, that's wrong. It's a myth. The 10% of your brain myth is a widely perpetuated urban legend that most or all humans use only 10% of their brains. And it doesn't give us an actual an number. It's just a myth. It doesn't like on wiki wiki something.com so we know it's true uh it says it's not 10 but it doesn't give us a real answer does it say more or less it doesn't i like to think i use double digits percentage on a good day and does that mean if your brain is bigger that you're using more nah i think i think the i think the brain is like relative to your head size slash body size like there's some big big people who probably aren't as smart as tiny people. Maybe their brains are smaller. I don't think it's size. I don't think it's a size thing. Size doesn't matter. I'm sure you've been telling yourself that a lot. <laughs> Zing. Zinger. This, um, this one anyway. got heavy. Yeah, we went we went down the rabbit hole. I mean, what get we, back. Uh, what's, who do you have for <laughs> for best uh I think I saw on JD yesterday. I think Moonlight wins best picture. I think best actress goes to Natalie Portman because she's pregnant. And uh, Well, they voted, I think. And... Um, before no, they joking. knew she was going. Okay. I think she, I think she should win regardless. Okay. And best actor, Denzel's already won, so he's not going to win. He has the momentum apparently. Um, this will be his third win. Maybe Casey Affleck. He deserves to win, no doubt. Um, I like Gosling. Is Gosling? I'm not. Yeah, he yeah. is. I liked him a lot. Gosling has a certain type of humor that is subtle, and I enjoy it. Like you, like you could kiss him, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I like think the, the funny thing is when when people always ask you like who are your celeb crushes, my first two answers are like Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Ryan Gosling. Because they that's well, what I think instinctively. I'm like I just give to, I'm like Mac from It's Always Sunny. I just give like two men answers. <laughs> like like I met actresses and I was like I don't really have any. Yeah, I mean that's too tough of a question. I think w- there's I mean sure there's good there's good looking women in Hollywood, but I feel like some of the men. Yeah. Nice. 
nice. Gosling just has the charm. Um, the only negative is he's Canadian. He's from London, Ontario. Oh, that's right. So do you think that Canadians should be able to steal our awards? That's a good question because they probably have their own award ceremony. The yeah. British do. Well, everyone wins. Yeah, up there. Everybody in wins. Canada, everybody everyone, gets a everyone wins in Canada. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good question. I would say start he's the a war citizen. In, we start the war in Canada. He is. He probably lives over here. He's got to be. A, yeah, probably, he probably lives, lives in Los Angeles, land, Los Angeles land. Yeah, he probably lives next to Santa Monica High. He heard us mention his name. He's peeking out his window. Probably. He actually might. Folks, listen to this. You should realize that Pete Johnson lives in a pretty nice area of Santa Monica. Not really. I live next to a gas station. But you don't live next to a you're, gas you're, station. The gas station is right. I'm you live, looking you live, at it. You live close to a, the Episcopalian church. That's true. But you still... You, it's you between can, an Episcopalian church. You can pretty much see the beach from your, from your place. If you had a window if, on the On the other side. side well, see, we're facing away from the water. But you're still you're still walking distance. It's a So it's a pretty bougie place. If I you keep I going live, that, like another mile. You got another mile, and then you hit bougie. What's up there? It's just like uh, Ocean Park, Santa Monica. Very nice. Families. Ocean Park. Middle is class. Ocean, like the road? Upper middle class. That's where like the gym I go to is. No, no, no. Ocean Park is a neighborhood. Okay. But there's a street also called Ocean Park. Yeah, I think and so. there's also ocean on the water. That's where all the hotels are. There's ocean is where the water is. Yes. It's next to the beach. Yes. Correct. Near the pier. Okay. This I thought you were defining ocean. No, no, no. no. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the actual roads. Speaking of that, Danny Ocean, uh, which Ocean's movie is your favorite? Have you seen all of them? Of course. Multiple times. Okay. That's a really good question. Um, talk about stack cast, too, with Casey Affleck. and Big and, time. Uh, Scott Kahn. And uh, Bernie Mac, rest in peace. Uh, wow. Uh, the second one where they get the help from Tony Benedict. Mm-hmm. That's probably to take down Al Pacino. I think take that's down, to take down. Al isn't Pacino. that the third one? Oh, is it? I think so. I'm getting confused. Because the second one is uh, Andy Garcia comes back. like I want my money. Yeah, that's twelve, and You're they right. go to like Europe You're or right. whatever. Um, and then the third one, I think they get his help. So he's the bad guy for the what's first the two. One, what's the one where Matt Damon has a disguise on? That's the one I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah, that's the third he one. the fake nose, yeah. That's, to seduce the lady? That's my favorite one. Which is, really, a, that sticks with me for some reason, because that lady's so old. Yeah. And I just can't shake that. the fake, fake nose, nose on, on. And they have the helicopter, and they, they like, gr- uh, put the, the hook on it. Yeah, it's a great, great one. I read Casey Affleck in the... On the ground. In the, so pod, the, on the, the podcast. Uh, on Mark oh, Mar- Mar- was talking Mar- about, he's like, did you like doing those movies? He's like, ah, oh, not really. He didn't like him. He was just like, he was like, yeah, I just kind of sat in the background for most of the scenes. Like, I mean, he was like kind the, of like the twelfth most famous it. actor. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's and he is he's popular and he's like still the twelfth most. Like that, that was a, the most stacked cast ever. Yeah, this is not even close. Yeah, like Julia Roberts, Andy Garcia, Al Pacino, Clooney, Pitt, Damon. That's the Bernie Clooney. Mac. The Clooney, Pitt, Damon is the trifecta. That is that's like. Hall of Fame. That's that's Mount Rushmore of actors in the same movie. Yeah, that's like Murderers Row, nineteen like nineteen twenty seven Yankees. And now everyone, because of those movies, just thinks they're all boys and they're just all best friends. I feel like there's in Hollywood, you have to have one guy. You so have like, no friends, first of all. Well, in Hollywood. true. I think Leo has friends. Leo is pretty good friends, apparently, with Kevin Connolly. They opened that bar on Third Street in Beverly Hills, oh, Beverly yeah? Beverly Grove together. The hockey bar, because apparently, because Kevin Conley is a big Islanders fan, mm-hmm. and apparently Leo likes hockey too, I guess. Um, and in soccer, it's called like goal. It's oh. by Jones, yeah. Really, but it, they they like they go in there and just drink, sit by themselves and drink. 
I, th- I thought Leo just has like he hangs out with Jordan Hill sometimes, like but that. he has it's Toby Maguire. That's part of his his like the posse. So he, they, there's like a clear order, pecking order. It's like <laughs> Leo is top dog. He's up there, yeah. Yeah, and then whenever Jonah's around, Jonah Hill is like it's like a one A one B thing kind of, and then you have like Kevin Kevin Connolly. I'd probably put Connolly too. Just because mm-hmm. he's more relevant lately than Tobey Maguire, I feel like Maguire's kind of out of the game. But he's a little bit older and wasn't in like a major blockbuster. Spider Man, Spider Man, first Spider Man of the eighteen they made. Yeah, um, yeah. So then I think I think they do have uh, friends, but you can't be like comparable. Almost, you can't be on the same near the same level. You have to be a little bit like one guy has to know he's better than you, and then as long as the lower man accepts it, yeah, then you could become friends in Hollywood. So you're you're saying like Pitt and Damon couldn't hang out? They'd have to be no. They're guy, they're kind of guys who they see each other. Four, they like give them the head nod four or five times a year at the award shows. Say hey man, how's it going on? How's how's the new kid you adopted? He's good. <laughs> how's uh, making fun of Jimmy Kimmel? Good. Yeah, and that's like the end of their conversation. He's hosting tonight. Kimmel's hosting. Yeah. How many he, did he host last year? I feel like he's hosted. I feel like he's hosted every year, and then they'll throw in. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen, and they throw in Billy Crystal. Billy hasn't done it for a while. And then I they try like. to do. Did they try to do Ricky Gervais? No, that was the Golden Globes. Golden Globes. He did it twice. And then he like everyone's like, "Oh my god, he's drinking a beer. <laughs> yeah. He's cursing." And he's he was like, "Not really. Yeah. All right." <laughs> Just makes fun. Of everyone. No one in Hollywood liked getting made fun of. Yeah, so like, they like, get people... back in their face. So they they complained anonymously. Didn't he talk a bunch of shit about um, Mel Gibson? He like he, really I mean, dug he into him. everyone, but yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah, he was, I, I think. And Mark when he brought out uh, Bruce Willis, he's like, "It's Ashton Kutcher's dad or something," because <laughs> of uh, Demi Moore. Yeah, which is, he's he's this is the perfect guy to like take down Hollywood because he didn't give a shit. Ray British Ray's? guy, yeah. And he and he doesn't. Oh, well, he actually has done movies more recently. He's uh, he did like that. Yeah, but he does his one. own producing and all that. Yeah, he so does. And he's British, so I mean, of he, course and he's he known that. for extras in the in the offices. Yeah, a staple of TV history mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he is a perfect guy to do it. I thought, I thought originally you were saying Mel Gibson. I was like, Mel Gibson probably <laughs> would make a lot of sense too. Um, I don't know what she's showing me. Jada's off 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 mic right Bakersfield now. Bakersfield food. I don't. Why do you? Why would you want to? Okay, I've a, I've a. La- I, this is the funniest part. So she's trying to show us a pic of her phone. <laughs> Not that I have like a a, la- a working Mac laptop right in front of me with the time in the top right corner. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it starts in ten minutes. Just saying ten. We're wrapping up soon. We're at forty-six minutes anyway, so we probably should wrap it up. Uh, what were you going to say? Something before I got really interrupted. Something about Ricky Gervais? No, that's I thought, it. I thought you were going to something. I definitely have nowhere. To, I never have anywhere to go. Well, somehow we did forty-six minutes easily. Easy. That was an easy forty-six. Um, any any last uh, things? Did you get? Did you get all your predictions out? Actress? Did Just saying. No actress. I'm, it's going to be Emma Stone. Emma Stone. And Casey Affleck. These are my. My picks, and yeah. then and then Manchester. Okay, and then director is gonna be La La Land guy. Now is that original? For the La La screenplay? Yeah. Yeah, original screenplay. How many are? What do you mean? Like I feel like every year, like none of them are original. They're all like. Based. Well, there's for the screenplay category. There's original and then adapted. And usually it's about half and half. Right. Like Moonlight is based on uh, some uh, guy's yeah. life and it was a play. Uh, Manchester's original. He'll probably win for that. Um, but yeah, go depressing Boston movie. Go depressing Boston. <laughs> that's that's the thesis of the week. 
Uh, I'm, I mean, I'll find that. I, I do want to see it. I'll probably see it after. Um, all right, so we're at 47 minutes. I have no other final thoughts. Um, we God is not real. We covered, yeah, Jesus. We <laughs> Jesus. covered uh, Oscars. We covered beer talk. A little bit of L.A. weather. Mm-hmm. Celebs. Um, this is celebs, yeah. So this is going to be... I might get I might get fired if I I I post I post this out my boss is gonna be like yeah just don't don't come back don't ever come back why what did you say no I'm joking I'm just saying nothing just I didn't say anything bad? bad actually I did say something incriminating I said that I I watched La La Land at home yesterday that's true that's gonna get that's me. some sort of felony that's, that's gonna be yeah I'm gonna be thrown in jail for watching that well I'd All be right. okay if I get if I get fired I don't know about you. You, you uh, probably have a lot riding on your I career. I have to find an apartment, and I have to pay for a set apartment. So, yeah, but you could just like work at a bar. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm joking. I'm just doing it for effect. I'm trying to make people. I'm trying to grow. Make like, it more interesting. <laughs> yeah, get this sympathy more important for, than it really people. is. Oh, like the poor podcaster. Who got well, fired. We, if anybody has any suggestions for um, yeah, anything, I'll tweet please. It out. No, I'll tweet like, we don't care. Just just think about it. Write it down. Put it in the trash. I should use the the Twitter more during the week. I I just feel like um, I'm like. Once I start working on Monday, I'm in a fog until I'm out on Thursday night because I kind of have off during the day on Friday. I don't like working from the hours I do. You're going to have to pick a job at one point. Ultimately, but for now, i got to grind. And whoever of your employees are listening, your employers are listening to this, I did that's, the one you're, that's the one you're, you're picking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> Whichever one that is. One that, the one that pays the most. No, yeah. I, uh, right now, I, I think I can handle it. It just stinks. I gotta, but I, I will start tweeting more from the account to pick up more followers, get some more questions people want us to tackle. We have all our friends, like, comment, I want to jump I want to jump on you. People at work listen to it. They say, oh, like, they listen to it. Like, they ask us questions. What do you want us to talk about? Besides yeah. Jesus and movies, and I, we don't, I don't know. Do you want to continue to not have a subject or a um, theme? Because there's there's been there's probably ten things during the course this week that I'm like, oh, I want to talk about, and I forgot to write them down, and I didn't bring them up. Like yeah. the only thing I wanted to t- talk about was getting made fun of a Trader Joe's, which just happened, <laughs> and compliment Joe Rogan for his podcast ability. Thank you, I, Joe. When you're, I know you're I, listening. And I nailed those of the two. <laughs> I nailed those two things. I definitely had more though. So I'll, what I'll do is I'll start tracking down. The stuff. Yeah, write it down, tattoo it on your your and ankle, then we'll, and we'll bring it here. Because I feel like I feel like you're getting a little nervous. that we don't have any topics. But I said, trust no, I'm me. not. I'm not nervous that we have a, don't have enough to talk about. I'm nervous that we don't have a purpose, which you I'm fine with. What 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 has a what podcast has a purpose? I mean, you're the celebrity, or you have a angle. No, but I think people appreciate good conversation. And I, they appreciate just thoughts, and they appreciate. We are not good this. conversation. We're ignorant. Was, We're no, the poorly really educated. Annoying. I think we just. We, I think we brought up really n- nuanced, provocative, ideas. provocative ideas. Yeah. yeah, that's what we did. So well, uh, we can end it now. Hopefully, you are provoked this week. For those of you who are tuning in, we appreciate. Please it. listen. It's at AET Pod, I think, on Twitter and the Facebook. I'll change and I'll post them there as well. The link will be over our Facebooks until and we change my Twitter the name again. Um, I will change the name. It's on the SoundCloud as well. It's All Encompassing Trip Podcast. iTunes under the same name. And uh, I guess we will uh, see you next week there. Love you.